What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on? You're listening to the Film Drunk Broadcast, coming at you not live from the frock quarters all across California. I'm Vince Mancini, and I'm here with the irregular regular, Mr. Matt. I'm gonna love me a butt. When I love it makes me nuts. I like loving all butts. And it feels good when I love on your boy. <laughs> oh, daddy, make me love. God. Oh, daddy. <laughs> Did David J. Roth uh, inspire you to become an autotune monster? I don't know who that is. <laughs> And I don't care. Oh, Dave, David Roth. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He make me do it. And I feel so good when my voice is perfect and make me come my neck. And I feel so good and make me come so much. And I want to put it in my butt. <laughs> cool. Does it? So, I don't know if it sounds good. It sounds really good, yeah. I mean, as good as just you talking about cum can sound and uh, licking butts, but... Okay, good. Yeah. I'm glad it feels good when I'm talking about cum, and it feels so good in coming out of my nose, and it feels so good. (laughs) 
All right, I'm I'm back. I'm normal. Yeah. And I'm... We got Laramie coming on later. We're gonna talk about Cruella, mm-hmm. um, and some other stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's some deep auto tune. Did you get that from Bo Burnham? Were you also inspired? No, no, no. It says nothing to do with Bo Burnham. Uh, it did come from David Roth. I don't know. Yeah. You added the J, and immediately I was well, like, his "Twitter this name is... has a J in the middle." I don't know. No, I know, I know. I, I, but it just it, that just confused me. But it's uh, hard yeah. with middle initial uh, etiquette. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody should know. That shit should just be a mystery. But um, yeah, no. I uh, went as soon as he mentioned auto tune. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I could try to do that. I'll do this in GarageBand. And then I've been on this auto-tune journey mm. uh, where I've like kind of discovered how to use GarageBand a little bit and then kind of was like discovering how I could do that on Zoom, too, so that you could hear my yeah, auto-tune yeah, live. Yeah. And so there's Very a lot there's a lot. There's a lot going on right now with this, uh, with my setup, and I feel like at any moment, any one of these apps could crash, mm. and then we would be fucked, and it wouldn't feel so good, and then all of the piggies would not have, they would not have the content that they so deeply crave. Cause they're craving little oinkers, oink, oink, oink. And they wanna eat up all our slop that we put in their trough. And they put their little noses in it. And they go, oink, 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 oink. <laughs> they're disgusting. It takes a little for you to be inspired. I love that about you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got nothing to do. I'm unemployed. Yeah. When well, you're unemployed. Are you, you just at Francesca's of- mom's house or something? I was. I was at Francesca's mom's house over the weekend, um, celebrating our engagement slash doing a bunch of stand-up comedy shows. And uh, I got to fucking do like six sets in three days. And I felt uh, like a normal person again. Really? Really nice. You're just back? You're fully back? Fully back. I mean, like the Bay Area is like the most back that, that it's been. Like all of the shows were packed there was a bunch of people who were like actually into comedy mm-hmm. like which is you know i would say pretty unusual like a lot of times you do like a bunch of shows and there might be people there but like i'd say you're always going to get a couple of shows where the uh, the audience just doesn't really like comedy mm-hmm. i mean for good reason i don't know how bad. into comedy i would want people to be because it's like i want them to enjoy comedy but not want to be in the comedy and there's like a fine line. oh yeah no, I, I guess what I mean is, like, the people are happy to hear people who are doing jokes in front of them, even if, mm. it, like, not even good jokes. Like, yeah, I was, sure. I, I was, like, riffing for, like, a couple of the sets, and they were just, like, happy to, for me to make joke inflections mm-hmm. with my voice. Yeah, joke-like like, sounds. Joke-like sounds was kind of enough uh for them to be into it which well, made me happy the piggies have had empty troughs for so long that so uh, long you just put sawdust in there and they snort yeah. it right up they'll snort that shit right up because you know they're fucking fat ugly <laughs> monsters <laughs> disgusting little unky monsters with their cloven hooves and a cloven little mouth and they got the snow and they're rubbing us now all up in a trunk trying to eat up all the jokes how often you know do I mean? you how often do you torture francesca with that 
Uh, this is very new. I'm okay. I, I'm trying to figure out a way to do this so that it plays through speakers as well. Uh, and okay. Do- so you're just you're just hearing this in your head. I want to hear the uncut. Like uh, you know how Andy Circus when he does mm-hmm. the motion capture and his little ping pong yeah. ball covered his wetsuit. little ball suits. And yeah. like obviously, I would much rather see that than the actual finished CGI in the movie. Just him absolutely jumping around like Gollum. I would like to see the same thing for your auto tune with just you know, yeah, Maddie unplugged. I, I would like to see that too. I think uh, you know. Um, uh, I think I could try and set up a camera at some point that just has is in the corner and it's just taping me sitting in a little chair. Just and you can't even hear the auto tune. Mm-hmm. All you can hear is me going <laughs> like and when it's through auto tune, it just everything sounds so good. Yeah, just can't. yeah, it makes you hit those notes. It gives you. It notes. makes you hit the. I, and the weird thing is, is I got this monitoring thing going on, so I'm hearing my normal voice and I'm hearing the auto-tune oh. voice all at the same time. You're only hearing the auto-tune part, mm. and so I don't even know how good it is. And then I'll listen back and I'll be like, oh, I'm a genius. Yeah. I'm a I'm a musical genius, and everything that I say, any sentence that I say can sound like a song, and yeah. uh, it feels good. That's great. I watched the Bo Burnham thing. And I gotta tell you that your enthusiasm for Bo Burnham is only a little bit warranted. Mm. Okay, why do you think that? I mean, here's the thing: the songs. To me, the songs are good, and that's like ninety percent of the battle. Like, if I'm tapping my foot, I'm gonna enjoy the everything else that happens. And all the songs to me were good. So to me, it's like um, it's 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 the good version of musical theater. To me, I, I I agree completely. I actually, so I I'm not I don't want to denigrate, um, Bo Burnham, nor do I want to discourage you from liking stuff because I think that whenever you like something, I'm always like excited to 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 watch it because it's like well, the only I, I, way. I am always always um hesitant to overpraise any comedy special because I feel yeah. like it immediately becomes a thing that uh, a person has to watch and as soon as you turn yeah. comedy into that it makes it bad because comedy is not uh comedy is never a necessity like by yes definition which, which was i think um which was kind of the fun thing about the special because it opens with you know his song about comedy changing the world mm-hmm. and then like his I- little venn diagram that he drew between yeah. Weird Al Yankovic and Malcolm X, and then he puts an arrow that says me. me in the middle. I mean, yeah. once he did that, I was like, well, this is good. No matter what else he does from here on out, this is solid. Yeah, because it showed that like he got it. Like he 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 understands, I think, the thesis of not the broadcast in general, but I would say one of my if I had to, to live my if I wrote down all the things I believe in, one mm-hmm. of the like main tenets of of like Matt Liebism. Mm-hmm. is that comedy is not important yeah and, and shouldn't and, be and should not be important and the fact that anyone thinks that it is very very important is just like symptomatic of how fucking f- far our society has fallen yeah. like thinking that comedians have um important insight to share on mm-hmm. the human condition is like almost as bad as thinking that about musicians because it's very right. similar like you right know. And- Bob, and I think that's Bob Marley is not Gandhi. Like you can quote him because he wrote yeah. good songs, but like, right. come on. Yeah, no, it's the same thing. It's like, like, uh, 
I think we used to all, you know, in this culture be like, man, these musicians are saying something that's like really profound and deep and, um, and fucking, we're going to take our political cues from people like John Lennon, you know, uh, (laughs) and I don't think the blacks should be allowed in the country. Here's the thing about the blacks is uh, if they would just stop joining gangs, then there wouldn't be a problem, would there? Too many thugs in the inner cities. There's there's all these thugs trying to sell drugs, and uh, that's the thing about thugs and drugs is uh, they don't mix. If you want to get your drugs, you got to go to your drug man, and he should not be black. He should be a white man with a tambourine. We used to buy our drugs from a tambourine man. Everyone had one tambourine man per neighborhood, and you'd go, hey, Mr. Tambourine Man, I'd like some heroin, please. (laughs) And he would say, all right, and then we'd all get high. But now there's all these blacks. (laughs) I love right-wing John Lennon. (laughs) Yeah, Red Pill John. Red Pill John Lennon. Um, Yeah. No, I mean, it's fucking, it, it is stupid. I mean, obviously, you know, I think there's... Something to be said about, like, people who have this, like, mass media platform being like, okay, well, I'm at least going to fucking speak up for good things or whatever. But sure. the problem, the problem you is... You can be, is, like, like, not a dick without your brand being not a dick. Yeah, no, completely. Uh, but but I think the difference is, is, is that, like, um, and I don't know if there really is much of a difference, but it's like, there's one thing to be like, I'm going to use my platform to like actually speak out if I see like bad things happening. Right. And that's, that's, I think universally considered a good thing. I mean, except for by like total dipshits, but it's, it's good to say, uh, Hey, that's a bad thing. I, millions of people watch me. This is bad. Um, it's another thing entirely to be like this, uh, art is an act of not just like fighting back but like it is an effective form mm-hmm. of, of like speaking political truth to power yeah speaking truth to power and go and out like, there and just slaughter so many sacred cows and yeah exactly it, it just it really is like uh, comedians have been like put on this pedestal of being of their comedy not just being like dick jokes but like important jokes yeah and, and whatnot and and i think that there's nothing wrong with doing like political comedy and whatnot and like talking about that stuff but as soon as you think what you're doing is like more important than the guy who's gonna like show up and just do a bunch of fart jokes then i don't want to like really hang out with you well that's like, what i'm like, saying i mean that's why i liked it it was like parody yeah, no, songs exactly yeah. Uh, he has a voice. He has a good voice that sounds a lot like weirdly similar to Weird Al. Like they it really does. have a, a similar voice, uh, they which do. is great because Weird Al's great. Weird Al's great. Everyone um, loves Weird Al. And uh, I, I don't remember there being like a lot of attempts at like clapter. It no. was mostly just like going for actual jokes, and uh, yeah, and he knows how to use After Effects and his lighting yeah. rig really well. So I don't know. What more do you want? Yeah, I and I and I I did appreciate like the parts that I would consider like low key uh clapter stuff were like um he said stuff that wouldn't get clapter but should like stuff like the FBI killed Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. you know? Like Well, here's the thing, was, like it would be clapter was... as a joke, but as a song it's like something different and No, better. no, no, no. I guess what I'm saying is that like he can't go uh he can't go to fucking, you know, on Jimmy Fallon and do stand up or Colbert do stand up and say if he's just like a nobody or whatever, he can't say uh, Martin Luther King was killed by the FBI. Like that's not that's a it's a woke line, 
mm-hmm. that's actually like actually woke you know what i mean it's like <laughs> i mean i don't know if the fbi actually killed him but uh they certainly would have if they could well they have. tried and to they blackmail pro- him into they killing himself his ass. which is yeah. really funny like the idea that you could that you could dig up enough dirt on someone and then your goal is to have them kill themselves like yeah that's, uh pretty intense i mean that's that that is wild that's, that's like, like a that's, moonshot that's like when google <laughs> tries to do the moonshot that was the fbi's yeah. version of that i mean that it's wildly evil it's like evil in a way it's like damn i knew the fbi was bad but that's the most evil shit like kill yourself why don't you just fucking evil but also uh like naively evil like that you oh think yeah no someone... stupid <laughs> that you think Stupidly someone's gonna evil. kill themselves because he yeah. like caught him cheating on his wife okay yeah, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's. It's definitely. You, you are. It is a moonshot. You're shooting for the moon there, being like, "Well, hopefully he just does our job for us." But I, I guess what I'm saying is that, like, um, the politics of the special were also good, which is uh, was surprising. Well, they were also to me. good in that I didn't have to like. I don't know. It wasn't. I didn't have to hear the same shit that I hear constantly, right. and expect, and the comedian expects me to like applaud for having. Yeah the same politics which i i don't know yeah, i don't care and, anymore yeah i i don't care anymore and also um i mean i certainly don't care to hear from a fucking comedian about no it. absolutely um, not and not not again not to denigrate my own kind or whatever but like unless the take is funny and new and different like yeah. Uh, and then it, you're nine hundred and ninety nine percent of the time you're not going to educate anyone. So no, hopefully exactly. it's funny and like you know there's a good beat behind it, which is right. That's what it was. Like it wasn't anything special. I mean, come on. Like after seeing in and of itself, and everybody's like, oh man, you got to watch this fucking. Oh, you got to watch sure. this emo magic thing, and yeah. uh, and then <laughs> Bill Gates is in the audience, and he and he like correctly. Just- Correctly choose correctly chooses Bill Gates as like a Viking or whatever the fuck right, Bill Gates' yeah, yeah, identity yeah. A, was. Adrenochrome addict or something. <laughs> yeah. Um but no, I, I like so I I watched I didn't watch all the special. I watched about forty five minutes, which is a, about all I could take of any comedy special usually. It's um, a little long. It's like an hour twenty. I think it could have been an, an hour. Sure, but, right, but uh, you know, 45 minutes is fine I, like like people have their limits that's just mine my limit is like that uh, I, it was like there was a point which uh, i hit a song wasn't even a bad song like i left laughing yeah um but i was like all right i'm done um but uh that's i guess fine i mean there's just like a certain amount of attention that you have to pay to comedy that it, oh, yeah. it, it like requires more of the audience than uh other forms and so like you wear oh, yeah. out as an audience member faster yeah um but i guess so what I will say um, about it, the problems that I had with it were um, that musical comedy in general, I guess, like in terms of musical comedy, it was like it it, it was good. It was like the songs were good. Mm-hmm. And I like that it wasn't just like the same kind of musical comedy formula as like, uh, I don't know, as uh, you see a lot of musical comedians who like the whole thing is they're singing sweetly while saying suck my dick, uh-huh. which is like f- funny. That's, you know, that's fine. But if they're all doing it, it's like not so good. So he doesn't do that. But he does, um, I think, a little bit. I don't know. Some of the the, the energy of it, I just was like, um, I don't know. I just I, I thought it was OK. I. I was a little bit because you liked it so much. I was expecting 
the Joe Sinclitico musical special comedy hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was, was like, going to do that other than Joe. Well, no, but it, like for, for a moment, I was like, oh, did he just like decide to flip out? Like he's like, he's in quarantine and he's just, you know, playing music by himself. And then, you know, he's, he's just doing the, the, the come eating Falcon or whatever, mm-hmm. the musical version. Um, I mean, obviously that would be great. But no, I would love that. But I mean, I was just, I was watching it. I felt like when a boomer probably watched, uh, like, I don't know, uh, John, fucking uh, Belushi or whatever, where it was like half I was laughing at it and half I was just sort of impressed by all of the different things that he managed to do well uh, in the same special. Yeah. Where he's like yeah. he's singing well, he's playing piano well, he's like editing and like lighting well, and everything's yeah. everything's kind of hitting, or at least it was for me. Uh, no, yeah, and and I, I was definitely I caught myself laughing out loud occasionally, which is that's a huge sign that something good is happening because I I don't laugh out loud with most things that I just sit and watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you laugh uh, like I come. Yeah, exactly. You come quietly, mm-hmm. just in your head. Under my go, breath, in my head. Yeah, you're just, oh, you know. You're, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's, you, but like, that's your your mind just goes, oh, yeah, make me come. And it feels not good when you make me come. <laughs> Was that Jamaican ever? <laughs> no, not Jamaican. This is American, man. <laughs> I am from Russia and I like to come. this is not going to be a recurring thing it's so hack when they say suck my dick while singing sweetly no what i'm saying is that when they all it's not hack when you talk about coming through autotune no that's not that's new and i'm breaking ground that is a fresh angle all right like it's other people who are bad oh no (laughs) What what I what I hate about musical comedy a lot of the time is the song length. That's my biggest issue. Yeah, it'll be like a format because I, I like early in college I like wrote a couple of musical comedy songs and I li- look back on them and I'm like I didn't need three verses, four choruses, and a bridge. <laughs> no, you need like verse, chorus, maybe bridge, and you're done. Yeah, verse, chorus, maybe bridge, chorus, and then you're done. Yeah, you don't need two verses. You, you 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 really don't. You need. I mean, the song should not be longer than something that you would play on the radio. Sure. I'm talking two minutes thirty seconds. But and I, I thought did like he did like a. He, he, I thought he, he did, did like an epic. Uh, you know, like it's like a musical theater thing where it's kind of is multiple songs in one, and it kind of comes back and they. Oh, a medley. They, it, well, sorta, but it's yeah, yeah, like a concept album, or I would call it. Um, right. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, but I, it, and it, it went back and forth between like funny, and I know the bar for funny is lower if it comes in a good song. But like, I'm okay with that. That's how you use those things. Like, right. Exactly. It should, That's... Yeah, you should utilize that. Um, yeah. I don't know. And it was, it was, uh, I was going back and forth between this is funny and this is good, uh, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess like my main issue with it was that I really had to push through with accepting that I was going to watch a musical comedy special that wasn't weird Al singing other people's songs about food. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, 
and I don't, you know, I don't begrudge anyone really, really falling in love with it and liking it. Um, I'm a little pissed that he is like 30 and um, is, I mean, he's one inch shorter than me, but mm-hmm. like, let's be real. Like I'd give up an inch. He looks taller be though. Again. Cause he, cause he has that big face. Like you don't have the big big craggy face like no i don't have a craggy face i'm i'm proportionally built i look like a normal sized man unless i'm standing next to a a regular a regular sized man i just you know this is the only way you would know but yeah no i i i i appreciated the fact that like bo burnham um i don't know why i thought this was because i know i've seen some of his songs but for some reason i appreciated the fact that he wasn't clean I, mm. I I thought I thought he was. He does look. He has that look of like someone who's clean, like and, he's doing clean comedy. But yeah. not, it, it wasn't at all. And I I got a big laugh. Like uh, one of the moments I laughed out loud was when he was talking about. Um, he was just like talking into the camera, and he said, "I'm doing this instead of doing what I want to do, which is blow my fucking brains out." <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, "All right, okay." Oh, you like guy. that? See, I. Of all the things that struck me as hack, uh, like a comedian talking about mental health uh, would be like top of the list. But uh, I mean, I thought he made it work, but I I definitely, I definitely feel like my tolerance for Mm -hmm. uh, famous people and people in the public eye, uh, like using their mental health as part of their brand. Um, I feel like I've I've hit my limit. Oh, I totally agree. I I didn't think he was using his mental health, uh, as part of his brand or anything like oh, that. I don't, I don't I, think was, so either, but I, I mean, saw it I, as like, I'm I, bored to tears and yeah. I also wasn't <laughs> expecting him to do a joke about wanting to blow his brains out and the, the not expecting it. Cause I forgot that he's not a clean guy. Mm. So, uh, he surprised me and the surprise made me laugh. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, I agree. Everyone should choke about joke about titties and coming. Yes. And, uh, just grow up, dude. We all like cum jokes. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. The cum comes out of my dick, and then it goes into another dick, and then that dick gets filled with my cum, and then the cum goes into its balls, and now you've got double cum in your balls. You got double cum in your balls! (laughs) Does it sound good? Yeah, yeah, no, musical (laughs) comedy, see? What am I, what did I say? Uh, this is kind of perfect for the Bo Burnham uh, review episode, so yeah. uh, I'm uh, I'm happy with it. Um, Have you been yeah, peeping I, all the? Uh, I like that all of our male celebrities have to do HGH now. Yeah, it's just fucking part of it, dude. All like like now it is it's required for you to um to to be cut like all of the CG people in the 300. <laughs> yeah, and. Um, <laughs> And I'm with it. I, I like. I'm happy about it because I feel like, uh, you know, I've always felt like we like HGH gets a bum rap because it's like, oh, it, that's cheating in sports. And it's like, okay, but if we're outside of sports, if we're talking sure. just folks on screen that I want to mm-hmm. watch, let them get buff. That you, we watch these people starve themselves so they can play the fucking machinist, you know. <laughs> and we don't. We have no problem with mm-hmm. it. I say I have no problem if you want to fucking you know pump your ass full of steroids and get fucking hella hunky. I'm cool. With I that. like that they need to they they still feel like they need to be buff in order to play a character who's magic. Like I don't know that 
being magic requires you know muscle mass i think you yeah. can just use the magic but no it's true like i honestly, mean david blaine doesn't need muscles he still makes the cards come out of your ear or whatever exactly exactly i feel like superman could be fat but yeah and he him. was originally in the 50s it wasn't fat he was fat by our standards yeah well he was a husky boy like back in yeah. the day the person that you considered strong was just like a husky boy. Yeah, it was just a husky boy. Like, yeah. Oh, look at it that! Like, you don't want to mess with that stocky daddy over there. Yeah, exactly. All all of our fucking best boxers, you know, were just these like little fat boys, and we we're just like, <laughs> look how strong they are. It's like you mean thick? And yeah, like, yeah, strong, thick. Well, he's What's got some heft to him. Yeah, exactly. And you now, know. like Kumail Nanjiani's jaw looks like it is widened like five or six inches which i appreciate it and i and i just hope that uh that they are just honest about like doing i feel i mean i know they would probably get canceled for admitting to like hgh and uh, oh yeah steroid which is ridiculous but that's bullshit because we all know they're doing it just say it it's fine yeah it's fine it really is fine i really have no problem with the fact that you guys are are fucking roiding none at all you're you're actors i don't care what you i don't care if you take cocaine no you know? i don't care if you fucking you know shoot up ketamine every night and do a bunch of poppers and get no. ass fucked like literally <laughs> i feel like you're... i love tom hardy's response i don't know if i never read the article oh, but the, head, Neither the headline the headline where he says of course i've had gay sex i'm an actor like yes thank you thank you thank you tom hardy like just keeping it real yeah i've had gay sex we've all had gay sex this is a thing and i feel like we're like inching closer and closer like yes i've dr- i drank some adrenochrome at a party <laughs> yeah. we've all done it this town is overflowing with baby adrenal glands we have fetuses that we make milkshakes out of yeah and uh that's just what you do now and all the foreskins for my facial cream like good good admit it um but yeah, in terms of just him, like, it's long been rumored that he was gay, and he's always had, like, the best responses to it, which is just yelling in a very Tom Hardy way. Well, he just grunts. He goes, he goes, and everybody's yeah, like, wow, yeah. dude, that's really profound. Yeah, That's his yeah. acting style, is he kind of just... Uh, yeah, I mean, and uh, hey, I fucking... I, I could hear him say anything. He gets and, to a part of the human condition that is subverbal, and uh, yeah. we can all relate to it. That's good acting. It's good acting is when, like, whatever you're saying doesn't matter. It's just, like, the tone in which you grunted mm-hmm. is, like, it, it just does all of the communication. I um, love it. But I like that uh, we have all collectively noticed that Chris Hemsworth has been skipping leg day. Because that was, like... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> one I of the first that. things I noticed. I mean, he's he's huge. Like, he's one of those actors who dude. is not... But it's weird, because he's, like, 6'5". But he somehow uh, looks like a five foot eight guy who goes to the gym a lot. Mm-hmm. Like he's managed to turn uh, being like a tall, uh, lanky guy. He he somehow looks like a short, stocky guy. Like no, he yeah, he's done. He's got an opposite Matt Lieb thing and an opposite Bo Burnham thing. More more so, like uh, he looks like a short, stocky guy. Like he looks like uh, one of those like jim rat napoleon complex dudes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who is just like you know five foot two and he's just like really mad that girls won't date him because they can't wear their heels or whatever but like he's actually fucking huge yeah you know but with little twig little skinny legs though 
little skinny legs. I mean, I've actually never noticed that he had little skinny legs before. Um, Are you pulling it up now? um, I am. uh, And I feel like you could just Google Chris Hemsworth skipping leg day. Okay, Hemsworth. Hemsworth leg day. Uh oh, somehow I got into Yahoo News. Hemsworth. I'll show you, dude. I'll show you, bro. Hemsworth. No, I got this. Hemsworth leg. Leg workout. All right, images. <laughs> Let me it's look. It's taking at this. you so long. You're like it's taking me a like long a time, dude. Oh yeah, look at that little skinny legs. It's cute. It's really cute. Why does he have little skinny legs like that? I mean, it makes sense if you're. Uh... Jesus Christ! Look at his cum gutters. <laughs> I mean, his body is just fucking. He's all cum gutters, and the cum it drips down into his cum. It's got a double pool of cum. It's got a double pool of cum. Did it sound good? <laughs> yeah, it sounded really good. You should be like his personal minstrel. Is yeah. There, is that non Is that problematic to call someone a minstrel? I think so. <laughs> But I don't, not like a minstrel show, but you know, no, like a traveling uh, troubadour. I don't think it's kind of fair. Thing. It's not fair that it's problematic. But I, I feel like if I said minstrel out loud, everyone would just go show, and then mm, so I don't. Yeah, you yeah. know. All right. Well, you're smarter than me. That's why you're in showbiz. That's why I'm in showbiz. That's why I've yet to be canceled. Except for I will if I ever got famous, I would totally be canceled. I just I know I would. <laughs> I because I I don't know you know I've said something I'm sure sure I've done all we sorts all of have. accents and yeah. you know that's all right that's all right with me because you know fucking I'll just this is just where I will die so you know? I wanted to wait for Laramie but uh, you know he's running late so I just I feel like this is a perfect time to bring up uh, Ellie Kemper and whether oh she is indeed man. canceled I feel like we can't um like I I, I wanted to find out whether she'd responded yet or not. And basically the thing was I hope someone not. posted a picture of her at this thing that they do in St. Louis called the veiled prophet uh, ceremony, which yep. if you have Sounds some time, normal and not at all like it is chaired by the yellow King <laughs> read up on it. It's very weird. And it is for sure like KKK adjacent. Cause it was, it was sure. like, well, fa- what isn't, it was founded by a con- former Confederate uh, cavalryman, and basically, it came into being right after the giant like railway strike uh, mm-hmm. that came through uh, St. Louis, where you know black people and working poor white people were starting starting to find you know working class solidarity, and it mm-hmm. was a threat. And so this guy founded this thing where they have. Uh, you know, like a celebration of one of the leaders of the town who wears a veil and uh, <laughs> you don't know who he is. And he picks <laughs> he picks a queen and just uh, someone with like a like a, not a hood per se on their head, <laughs> yeah. but like a mask, a mask <laughs> of some sort and a pointy little a pointy mask that and just the point is... point of it is uh, reinforcing power structures but uh you know just in like a an aristocratic kind of way yeah yeah not in like a way of like burning crosses but though it is cross adjacent (laughs) uh but 
It is. We burn okay. a lowercase t. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> t is for time to leave. That is one of my favorite South Park jokes. Um, yeah. But yeah. So uh, she was like, she was crowned. Uh, what was it? The veiled prophet queen or yeah, whatever the yellow the queen. They, yeah, the yellow queen. <laughs> oh, by the way, like someone in the seventies, the like there's the the veiled prophet has only been r- revealed like twice. And once was in the 70s when someone like swung, some activists like swung in on a wire and like fucking pulled it off Mission Impossible style. <laughs> like and it was Spider-Man? Yeah, like some sort of spider. And it was like the heir to like Dow Chemicals or some shit like that. Um, oh, boy. So, so yeah. that's interesting. So, so that's they, what we're they working continue, with. They continue the tradition of uh, having the mask on and and judging it like that. Yeah. But they, I mean, they tried to liberalize it. They like allowed... Uh, black people to come they're, in like 1979 and yeah you know. they're like black people can also wear the hood it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah so and, th- and, and so this was just just for clarification this is uh what is commonly referred to as a debutante ball is that yeah. right well it's and like a, debut- a debutante ball plus like a few orders of magnitude uh weirder and more like elite and like quasi right. you know like the person who originally posted it uh, like called it something like you know a KKK uh, something or other. I think the person was being glib, and then the shit went viral, and everybody yeah. was like, "Oh my god, she was an actual KKK princess." Right, Which right, right. She wasn't, but it's not like that far from it either. Well, like the difference th- is that she mm-hmm. has some plausible deniability of not knowing what that organization was all about. Right. I mean, I, I guess that's the question. The question is, is like everyone who goes to this debutante ball. Are they immediately informed of the history of it? Is it like uh, this like explicitly racist ball or has it been like integrated since 1979 and it's just like it just has its roots in fucking white supremacy? Because if it's just its roots in white supremacy, I go like, yeah, I mean, that's kind of every institution in America. Sure. And it's like borderline. Like it's one of those things where you kind of look at it certainly with 2020 eyes and, and you're like. Okay, that's fucking weird. Like you could just look mm-hmm. <laughs> look at there being a dude with a fucking veil over his face no, who's no, like some sort of weird secret and... part of the town's power structure. Uh yes. but like I get if you're like a 19-year-old uh white girl from a rich family and like I I I can understand never I get I can understand never having interrogated that if you're her. But also, yeah. uh come out and say that. Like I think it's I like, get this point I have mixed Say feelings something. about that. Say I something. have mixed feelings. I have mixed feelings because number one, because uh, we're already at the part of the news cycle where it's like, oh man, people are trying to cancel her. It's like we're already at the part of the news cycle where we debate whether fucking cancel culture is real, and it's so boring. Yeah, but to me, what that says is like, okay, so we're once you get to the the backlash where people are like talking about oh everyone's trying to cancel and fucking this is just uh, the left is this is how the left is and blah 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 like once once you're there i feel like okay we're two days away then from it being out of the news cycle and i have never seen a clarifying statement uh go well when it comes to this kind of shit i've never seen an apology go well i've never seen yeah i feel like in this case it's i don't know it feels sort of like a layup in this case where how in what way she goes uh, so i'm her let me let me be ellie ellie kemper 
Um, so just to explain, um, I didn't know its history. And uh, obviously, had I known, I don't think I ever would have partaken in it. Um, and I apologize to everyone um, for, you know. I don't think for, you need to apologize, but you just say, I don't, I didn't see, know its uh, history when I was 19. Sorry. There, boom. Right there. You're like, you don't need to, if you need to apologize, something wrong with it. And then you got people going, why didn't you apologize? And then you got yeah. people going like, you don't need to apologize. Everyone's fucking blah, blah, blah. And that one's me. That's the third one guy was, that was an impression of myself saying, just, just don't. It's it's such a stupid story. It's it's so uh, uh yeah, I think there's something there though. Like well, it's it's wild and interesting. It's yeah. And I think that if she I were, think it's funny that not a lot of people realize that like people in entertainment uh all come from money or that or Oh that, yeah, well there's that. But the coming the, from money is that's not what people are really getting at her about. They're getting at her because they're like she was part of some sort of uh, neo Confederate like beauty pageant. Yeah, and which comes from coming from money. No, no, of course, of course. But but that the no one is going like, oh man, I didn't know she was rich. They're going, oh, she's a secret racist. That's the the and by the way, I've not actually seen people legitimately being like, we should cancel her. Right. All I've seen is people going like, like laughing at it being stupid. So yeah. I. So, so uh, like part of me goes like, um, like she needs to just be laughing about it too. Like if I were her, that's what would be my feelings to like kind of laugh about. Like I had no idea. And yes, that's fucking weird and whatever, but I know that that's not going to be enough because I just feel like like there's something to be said. Like we're at this moment where we're starting to, uh, interrogate certain power structures where we maybe haven't been in the past like our generation the goal was just like you know study hard and become part of the college become become part of the elite and become part of the fucking pmc yeah all is welcome yeah all are welcome into the pmc all you have to do is go to the right college and blah 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 right so like the goal was to be the goal was to be part of the elite like when we were growing up that was the whole goal and now we're starting to like you know question Uh what being like elite means and whether it should be that way uh but like at the time i can understand when someone just comes to you with something prestigious and they're like do you want to do this and it's like yeah of course that's what we've been fucking trained to do yeah uh is be in the overachiever club or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that we've been kind of like having a little bit of an awakening towards like this elite ruling class and even in like our local shitty little mid yes. cities. I Yes, I think so. And I think this like that's kind of a big thing in Cruella, which we'll talk about. But like, uh-huh. like we're trying we're starting to recognize uh that the boss is bad like we simultaneously want to be the girl boss but we're also trying to reckon with like what the boss being the boss means and uh and it's kind of like it's really hard like people cannot um do both simultaneously and it's like breaking Uh everyone's brain right right yeah um but i guess to me like you're seeing something in this ellie kemper story that i'm not seeing which is like um i mean a, it's given it a lot of credit because i think this is just like okay she's a rich chick and like rich chicks in the south do weird debutante yeah. ball type shit 
Right. And, I guess and the and question I, is like, is yeah. that your fault when you're born into it? And at what point do you realize like this is not a thing that you should do? And how much responsibility do you have to like opt out of these weird fucking crypto confederate uh right whatever yeah dances (laughs) yeah community (laughs) events yeah yeah and and i guess it's like yeah so i I, i'm not seeing i'm seeing some discussion of like of course she's rich you know it's so many of the people that we like are these like rich people and whatnot uh, uh but like i'm not really seeing that as like the target of the discussion so more so the target of the discussion being like um should she apologize for being a part of like this racist um this this thing that's like tied to racism and and whatnot and i'm like you know um should she be sorry about it yeah probably i mean uh, in that like you know uh, uh, even if it's not your fault you know you're just like oh i wish i hadn't done that yeah you know especially had i known should she make a statement about it i guess if enough people are talking about it you have to but part of me is like it's so stupid it's such a stupid story she she yeah. herself did not go in as far as we know she did not go in to be like you know mrs you know queen of the the goddamn you know grand dragon ceremony or whatever like like it was a debutante ball and a debutante ball is simply yeah but she was the queen she was literally the queen yeah well she won she won she was the yellow queen yeah she was listen a debutante ball is simply when your dad is like okay you're hot now I want to show you off. Uh-huh. Well, let's go to. Debbie I want Tom all my Ball friends to drool about how fuckable I, you are. Because exactly, I want my. Friends I become to more see... prestigious in direct proportion yeah. to my daughter's fuckability. Exactly, it's Which like is perfectly like, normal thing for dads to do. Obviously. It's perfectly normal and and good for a dad to say <laughs> there is grass on the field. Play ball, you know. It's uh-huh. it's an American pastime of of when you get horny by your own daughter, and <laughs> and I think we, it should be celebrated. No, I mean I'm just saying, debutante balls are a fucking weird thing. I'm not entirely sure what they are. I think it is when your dad thinks you're hot, and yeah, it's time for society to see you. <laughs> you have to wear gloves so that <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, exactly. you don't get your doo doo hands on the tea cakes. I think no, you don't want to get your doo doo hands on the tea cakes. And at this point in your life, you shouldn't have doo doo hands. But, <laughs> right. Well, but they're not really they're not really illustrating that with the gloves. The gloves make it seem like you definitely have doo doo hands. I think it's for it's to protect you from other. I the tea cakes, y'all. here comes comes miss doo-doo hands 2020 um no i think it's like for shaking hands with men who have doo-doo hands oh okay yeah you don't want your women are assumed to not have doo-doo hands but just to be sure one of the reasons it's assumed is they're always wearing gloves yeah well she's got grass on the field now so now all your friends doo-doo hands can Uh, sully they can sully the field exactly you don't want that it really is. You don't want another uh, man fertilizing your daughter's field with his doo-doo It's funny. Hands. <laughs> it's funny because like sometimes I'll go on to Pornhub and I'll just be like, <laughs> who are these titles for? It'll just be like, you know, I saw there was like a, there was a pre-roll ad before the porn I watched recently that was like one of those like porn video games. And it was like, would you uh, choose between fucking your stepmom or your stepsister? And I'm just like, 
are these the only choices? <laughs> uh, uh, and and I've always found this kind of like weird kind of I don't know. Uh, I mean, you would probably choose stepsister to avoid cucking your own dad, but maybe not. Maybe that's part. I of I don't it. know though. Cucking that's something about that actually. I get. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, the power there. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, something Oedipal. Anyways, um, but uh, no, like. Uh, Sometimes I look at the like the titles about like you know guy fucks you know stepsister or whatever, or or stepmom fucks stepson, and I'm just like what the fuck who are these for? And then I realize we live in a society where like debutante balls are a thing, and I'm like oh I get it. There's like a very weird incest thing going on. You yeah, know, America in general. Yeah, probably other countries too, but I I can only speak about America. Oh no, I think that definitely came from the Europeans and their fucking. Uh... They're the weird incestual uh, aristocracies. Mm-hmm. They all want to fuck yeah. their brothers and sisters. They okay. love to fuck their brothers and Hey, everyone. Matt Lieb here. Have you seen Chuck Norris lately? Not like around, you know, the block or whatnot. I'm not saying have you seen, run into him at your local grocery store. I'm saying, have you seen what his body looks like? He is still kicking butt and staying active well into his 80s. And what's even more shocking is he somehow looks more jacked than ever and seems to have more energy than guys half his age. And it's all thanks to Morning Kick, a revolutionary new daily drink from Roundhouse Provisions that combines ultra-potent greens like spirulina and kale with probiotics, prebiotics, collagen, and even ashwagandha. Just mix with water, stir, and enjoy. Unlike other green drinks out there, this one actually tastes like strawberry lemonade and has hundreds of five-star reviews. Since I started drinking Morning Kick, and yes, I have started drinking it. Why? Because they sent me some. And honestly, I've never felt better. My digestion is smoother. My body looks leaner. And I have energy all day. I just, I feel younger, even though I I am a young man. I feel even younger, bro. Like, if you know anything about me, you know that I'm someone who is obsessed with gut health, all right? You know, I, I I drink kombucha. I like a I like a probiotic drink. I do all sorts of things to make sure that my gut is healthy. And I'll tell you, this is actually great for your gut, and it actually tastes good, which is not something you can say about kombucha. Let's be honest. And another thing I loved about it: easy to prepare. I love that it's just something you just mix with water and stir. I didn't have to like you know learn to make a culture from a scoby or whatever. Like I just had to. Buy some morning kick, mix it with water, stir it, drink it down. And it tasted great. So if you want something that tastes good, makes your digestion feel smoother, and make your body look leaner and give you more energy, try morning kick. Go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash pod yourself for up to 44% off your regular priced order. Plus, every purchase is backed by a 90-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to experience smoother digestion, a boost of energy, and just an overall healthier body, then go to roundhouseprovisions.com slash pod yourself today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? 
Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply sisters do save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app get three pound rolls of juicy 80 lean ground beef for 349 a pound with a digital coupon then get select varieties of flavorful powerade body armor super drink or arizona tea for 77 cents each all with your card shop these deals at your local kroger today or tap the screen now to download the kroger app to save big today kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply see site for details so they Laramie isn't it. coming. They love to <laughs> fuck their brothers and their sisters and their pussies. And when the dick goes in, a pussy make a baby. But the baby is weird because it's got too many chromosomes. Too many chromosomes and now it's weird. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, so we can, st- we can talk about Cruella now because Laramie's not coming. Um, oh, he just he just bowed out completely. Yeah, he's uh, he got stuck in a meeting, is what he says. So, oh, look at Mister, I got a meeting. There's gonna be a meeting between Laramie's ass and my hand next uh-huh. time I fucking see him. Next okay. time I see the guy. Here's the thing: we invite Laramie on, but we don't need Laramie. <laughs> We yeah. invite any guest on. I've never needed a guest in my life, dude. All I want to do is hang out with you. This is this is just how I uh, allow myself to socialize with my best bud, Vincent Mancini. That's right. Yeah, and also all you piggies out there who you know like like to fucking hang out with us. So we don't need some guy being in here doing lists. We love him. We love him. But you know what? We don't we need him to Laramie. talk about. We don't need shit. Cruella, which is obviously an oh. origin story for the famous dog murdering heiress created <laughs> in 1956 mm-hmm. uh, in the novel 101 Dalmatians, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure was good. Turned yeah, into a, it adapted into a, a Disney cartoon. That's right. Of the same name. Uh, about uh, the same uh, heiress fashion designer slash dog killer. So I'm sort of fascinated by this whole project because it's just, on one level, it's just such a perfect storm of all the things, of all the mm-hmm. reasons that our culture is like fucking dead right now. Yes, like all, yes. I mean, you got the streaming wars, uh, uh-huh. and then you have the like IP maintenance fad, you know, where Disney needs to uh you know keep breathing new life into old properties so they can continue making money off of them and and the idea that they decided to do this uh with cruella de vil Mm -hmm. uh, whose name is just like cruel devil 
It's Cruel ori- Devil, dude. Cruel Devil it's in the original a- book. Yeah. Do you know, it's actually like, it's Cruel Devil in like all of the languages. Like they actually re-translated it. Oh, yeah? In every it, language, it, it translates to Cruel Devil. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I'm finding it. Um, I mean, in Polish, among other translations, the character is known as Cruella Demon, a play on the word uh, demon. Oh, cruel demon! Yeah. In Italian, she is known as Crudelia Demon, a pun mm-hmm. on crudele, cruel, and demone, demon. Yeah. Uh, in the French translation of the Disney animated movie, she is wor- referred to as Cruella d'Enfer, literally meaning Cruella of Hell or from Hell. Oh, I love it! Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about the the, the character of Cruella Deville. It like it is honestly a kind of a it's a brilliant character. It's like a really great idea of uh, this fucking uh like high fashion uh <laughs> sociopath. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh who like kills dogs. It's like it's perfect for a kids movie in a way that It's a that perfect I, vil- like a perfect like perfect, flamboyant villain who's perfect flamboyant who's named uh, flamboyant Cruel Devil villain. and you're just like, "Yes, she's evil devil and I never have to think about anything else about her." Yeah, yeah, you don't really have to you don't need a backstory to someone named Cruel Devil. <laughs> no. It's right uh, there in the name. It's right there in the name. Uh I mean, she might as well be named Mrs. Bad Guy. <laughs> exactly. And, but but just in terms of like kind of uh you know, just the caricature of a bad person making her this like fashion person making her someone who kills dogs making her someone who you know when she drives her fancy car she just runs over stop signs uh like it's good stuff it's, yeah it's I've, already has been yeah it's already like a critique of wealth and yes uh, exactly which is yeah it's great um so <laughs> disney came in and they're like all right what if we hired the i Tonya director uh mm-hmm. to to do for cruella Deville what he did for Tanya Harding, you know, force mm-hmm. like a mass reimagining of this character as like maybe she isn't just like a trailer trash uh right. figure skater. Maybe she's actually uh you know like an maybe underdog iconoclast. Trauma. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it really is kind of like I can't imagine the meeting didn't go I want to do for Cruella what Warner did for the Joker. Like right. for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like that, well, the, it, the whole idea is like they want to simultaneously do like the live action Lion King, yeah. and compete with like the Mayor of Easttown because right. it's like they're going for kids, kids and parents, and like the adult contemporary like streaming audience at the same yes. time, which yeah. is hey, a, like the FBI, great job for taking a swing, you know? It's like <laughs> that's a that's a moonshot, and I respect it. I, I respect it too, and, and and I gotta say that like while initially my response to seeing like tra- trailers and fucking posters of Cruella Deville uh, was to just like make fun of it, as it got closer and closer to like the movie actually being released, I was kind of like, I gotta see what they're gonna do with this, <laughs> right? Because and it's it- it's such a bad idea on its face, not because you can't make an anti-hero because you can like i really like the joker movie yeah me too. I, I, you can make an anti-hero the problem is is it's like bro this is a disney movie and she's <laughs> someone who kills dogs a yeah, character she kills th- dogs I, that, she's a fucking like, dog killer <laughs> she's a, like killing dogs is like for children and adults 
top shelf evil shit. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like that is like if you had to imagine what a bad guy was in the eyes of a child, the first thing they'd say is kills dogs. Yeah, it's and like, oh, so, how do we like, make it worse than a baby killer or like a baby raper? It's like, right, ah, exactly. puppy killer. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty fucking evil shit. So, because knowing it's a Disney movie. I'm like, I got to see what you're intrigued by the ridiculousness of the concept. And and in fact, uh, like one ridiculous decision, like in like follows another in this movie. Like it keeps getting like because of the the concept is so ridiculous. They keep having to invent even more and more like ridiculous things like their solution to how to make Cruella DeVille like Tanya Harding was to make Cruella DeVille uh vivian westwood which is yeah yeah, fucking hilarious because so they all right well let's back up there first there's like a batman frame where uh cruella deville as a young child sees her mom murdered by dalmatians which you know (laughs) predictable but bold at the the same time it was one of those moments in this movie where i was just like I'm I'm just I'm I'm so I'm so with this. I'm so into <laughs> what they're doing here because they're like we need an origin story. We yeah. need a reason why she would hate Dalmatians so much. And then they're just like, oh, Dalmatians kill the mom. What if Dalmatians just, kill mom? Okay, so when I wrote script, I said to yourself, how could one make someone hate Dalmatians to a point where you'd be okay with seeing them as a hero in a movie? Because <laughs> yeah. most people hate when people kill dogs. Most people really hate when they kill uh, one specific breed of dog. Reminds people of anti-Semitic murder. <laughs> so I said, okay, but what if those dogs killed a mom? And so I wrote script, and then you give me money. Yeah, it's funny because, you know, like they're trying to make this into the Joker. But in this analogy, the Dalmatians are actually the Joker because, you know, she is... Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Still- she I mean she's bat like Cruella Deville is Batman because they're giving her a reason to like hate the person who killed yeah. her parents. Uh but like in that Batman story, it was the Joker who killed Batman's parents. So like the, the Dalmatians are actually the Joker in this uh in this version. In this version, the Dalmatians are, are the real Joker, I suppose. They're the Joker, yeah. But um and we maybe we need like the gritty origin story of the evil Dalmatians. Of the evil Dalmatians. At some um, point. Yeah. So, okay. So that's like the predictable part. Right. The right. fucking and, weird part is they immediately have baby Corella DeVille grow up and turn into Emma Stone, who is basically, if you did a simultaneous biopic of Vivian Westwood and made it The Devil Wears Prada, uh-huh. because... You know, she's like a punk fashion designer working for uh, Emma Thompson, who is uh, the Baroness, whose dogs killed Cruella Deville's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, and so, and this is why, like, I I was talking about sort of the uh, the like the the PMC dilemma right now. I feel mm-hmm. like this movie is very representative of that because, like. Act like almost entirely by accident. Like they set up the story where uh, Corella Deville is working for this evil fashion designer, 
but the evil fashion designer basically treats Cuella Deville like the scholarship kid. She's like the only one who acknowledges her talent. And yeah, and she acknowledges like her genius. Corroborates yes. her genius, and so like in order to be like a proper, uh, you know, child of the meritocracy. Yeah, uh, you have to like sort of keep following your accolades upward and being part of the power structure, right. even though like you've simultaneously now been taught that there's something wrong with that, like that that power structure is inherently predatory because. Uh, right obviously because she's a baroness just... that killed kills moms with a dalmatian yeah yeah she uses dalmatians <laughs> to do mom murders so there's a problem but at the same time Inherently she's the one who's got all the jobs exactly yeah, yeah so she's the one you got to impress and there's quite a, a dilemma there and i i remember actually a moment while i was watching this where um she was uh she realizes that the baroness was the very same that used uh dalmatians for mom murder uh-huh. and she was like oh my god she killed my mom um where she's immediately like in i'm gonna take revenge mode and i remember i was thinking to myself i was like oh man but she but you're doing so well at this company though dude like i, <laughs> yeah. remember, I remember actually <laughs> yeah. feeling like i don't know you're kind of living your dream here a bit like i feel yeah. like it's a big step backwards and that's what the like, game of Thrones guys basically said her best friend from yeah uh, he was like, are you sure? You seem like you like this job and your boss. Yeah, and right, exactly. And, you feel and, seen and, at your job for the first time. Yeah, and there was part of me that was like, um, because it was clear that they made Jasper, uh, the you know, the the this guy you're talking about, the Game of Thrones guy, into this character. Jasper, by the way, it's Jasper and some other... Horace. And, the fa- and Horace. They're the, like, in the Disney movie, they're the the two scheming, you know, thugs uh-huh. that uh, Corel Deville hires to steal the dogs. Um, they you you get their origin story too, yeah, which is a lot of fun. Um, but I, you you kind of felt like okay, so Jasper is the conscience of this movie, and so in the conscience of this movie, they're like they're kind of telling you a little bit like no, don't murder your boss. You know, only <laughs> right. only bad guys do that. Yeah, you know, like. Like who cares? I know. You just suck it up. Sometimes your mom gets murdered by your boss. You just gotta. You gotta well, the f- yeah. The funny thing is, is uh, because they've set up this um, this mentorship uh, apprentice, like this, the evil apprentice uh, plot. Um, like the the demands of the standard origin story are that we cheer when the character becomes the thing that we already know they are. You know when right. they, when the, the when they like oh shit. Uh, they said the title. Yeah, he said the title. He shaved his yeah. beard, and now he's Wolverine or whatever. Yeah, like. he's he's like I. I he find, he said I am going to become the Joker. <laughs> yeah, this like sort of runs up against the other plot, which is uh, that Cruella in this movie sort of has like the split personality where yeah, she's yeah. Estella, who's like the nice uh you know striver who just wants to be recognized as a fashion designer and then like cruella who is like her evil uh alter ego i guess who yeah her her alter ego who wants literally the exact same things that she wants except uh, that (laughs) estella wants but uh she's uh, more willing to cut corners to get there and like step on people in order to do it i guess yeah oh shit laramie's here oh he came yeah is it too late no (laughs) All right. Here, here he is. Yeah. Um, all right. Hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll wait a second. Laramie. 
Oh, yeah, hold on. His video is loading. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this. No. Okay. Laramie, can you hear oh, us? Yeah. Yes. We're we're good. We're 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 talking about Cruella right now. Was it really good? Did you love it? Well, yeah, we were getting into all. <laughs> we were talking about all of it. Uh, how yeah, are you so doing? Cruella, you... she's kind of like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde because she's like, yeah, she's Cruella, but she's also Estella, who's like the nice version. And the, the the thing with this movie is like normally in a movie like this, we would cheer for her to become Cruella, uh-huh. the character that we know and love from the dog killing Disney movies. Uh, but in this movie, it's sort of like it can't decide whether it wants us to root for her to become Cruella or not. Right, Laramie. Oh, there, oh, there we go. He muted himself. So, uh, the your do you have headphones, Laramie? <laughs> Who who's this? This Matt. <laughs> this is Matt. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. Do you do you have headphones? Because I'm getting a little echo. I'll get some headphones. Okay. Th- <laughs> thank you, buddy. Um. I'm sorry, Vince. What, what were you saying? Just that the demands of the standard origin story are running headlong into this, like, the accidentally compelling plot that they came up with, which is, uh, like, what do we do as upwardly mobile middle-class drivers? Like, when we when we get yeah. all the accolades, uh, do we, like, become part of the same power structure? Like, do you become the Baroness exactly like the Baroness was? Uh, do you try to like kill the Baroness or do you right. like, like, what do you like? We haven't got there. And I think that's like a fundamental fracture in the sort of like PMC psyche right now. Yeah. And you see, and the interesting part of Cruella is that that's kind of part of the conflict is her not knowing what the fuck she's supposed to do. Right. Um, right. Yeah. She's, she's also torn, but, but I also, I feel like, um, and this is the problem that I knew they were going to have with this movie uh was that like an anti-hero movie about like a universally loathed villain uh like Cruella DeVille you know like for example in the Joker you know that in order to become the Joker he's going to do some shit like shoot the late night show host on, uh-huh. live on TV and 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 you kind of need that like you need that transformation i felt like with her they set it up for this, like, oh, okay, she's got a reason for hating dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got to so kill. It's like Chekhov's Dalmatian. You yeah, gotta, you no, gotta, exactly. You got to skin you, the thing by the final act. You, you have to skin it, and that that was that's kind of where I was wondering. I was like, but they're not going to do it, and I know they're not. And they no. tried to like trick you into. They didn't even they put dicks on the lions in the Lion King movies. You think she's they're going to have her kill a fucking dog at the end? No, yeah, we knew that it wasn't going to happen. Um, but I was kind of interested to see like. Uh, where it was gonna go because i was like this can't this can't end in a way that i would like it to end <laughs> which you is know, what just like, her carving up a fucking dog her carving up a dog she's got to kill it because she's a dog killer but i guess and she s- never kills the dog in the dalmatians movie either she just like well, she wants never gets to. She, she wants to she never gets her hands on them you know but mm-hmm. in this one she has the dogs you know and and she's also friends with anita she's friends uh or i guess um I don't know why she sends Roger um, the dog in the end. Did she know Roger well enough to send it? I don't know. It doesn't Which matter. one's they Roger? Roger is the dumb lawyer, the fucking wish.com Ben Affleck oh. looking dude. Yeah, I don't know what his deal was at all. He's 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 the main character in uh, in the, 101, the uh, Dalmatians. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mark Strong. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that the actor who plays him, Mark Strong? 
Yeah, the bald guy. No, 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 no. No, I'm talking about the guy at the very end who's singing the Cruella DeVille song on the piano. Oh, you didn't stay till after the credits, did you? Oh, no, I didn't. You there didn't get the post-credits credit sequence. Damn after it! After the credits, you see uh, him sitting at the piano playing Cruella DeVille. Cru- oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me let me sing it better. She's saying Cruella DeVille, Cruella DeVille. Bet you come and you eat my shit. <laughs> you sucking on my dog dick. <laughs> you know that song? Uh huh. No. So, Laramie, uh, do you know that song? Oh, he's still getting headphones. He's still figuring. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but no. Uh, it's a high quality so, show. We got auto tune. We got, we got a headphones. Lot, yeah, we <laughs> we got a guy in a car. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, so. Anyways, um, my my point being that like she fucking I don't know what my point was. It was it was explaining who Roger was, and I lost myself. Um, well, there's but, a couple characters who seem to have no function. Like there's because uh-huh. uh, because Cruella Deville is accidentally Vivian Westwood. They they figured that they had to give her a Malcolm McLaren for some reason. Um, right. So they they make this guy. Uh, who has like a David Bowie, Ziggy Stardust uh, yeah, uh, lightning yeah. bolt on his face. They make her uh, Cruella's like gay friend who kind of like does nothing. He shows up to like karate chop a guy at one point. But other than that, that's like, what, guys, hi, that's what I wanted to talk about. I heard oh. they're shoving that LGBT agenda down my throat. Yeah. Can you believe that they put a, a like a gay person in a movie about fashion? About I mean, fashion? Like I just want to enjoy the couture. To, yes. And suddenly there's guys blowing each other. I'm trying to look at fancy dresses and people going down catwalks in giant gaudy hats and someone's talking about men kissing men. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, it's you know, I it's just like the gay agenda inherent in I'm, the I'm trying to Cruella watch the dog murdering movie about fashion with my kids, <laughs> yes. and now I gotta explain to them uh, what sodomy is. Yeah, now I gotta explain love. I'm not here to explain love. I'm here to watch someone murder dogs and use their skin as fashion. You know, it it, it really was like so that character uh, again. One of the big issues I had with this movie was I mean, the other fact than that, like its basic existence yeah other than it existing at all was um the fact that like i'm okay with making uh bad people sympathetic in origin stories that's great i don't have a problem with that the problem is is though like you can't make them sympathetic to a point that it kind of like undoes the character in the subsequent movies like uh, what i mean by that is that like now you can watch 101 Dalmatians and you know that uh, Coella DeVille is trying to kill the dogs and use their skin as fashion also has like gay friends and also yeah, is friends and the dogs with people are act- of color. The dogs are actually bad. The dogs are actually problematic and it turns out sometimes they deserve to die. Like there was a very gr- girl boss energy where it was just <laughs> that's, like well, some that's what dogs I'm... deserve to die. That's what I'm saying. Like this movie is the like the inherent dilemma of girl bossness, which is like, do we cheer them for being a girl or do we root against them for being a boss? Right, exactly. And 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 it 
it like you say it struggles with that dilemma which i appreciate about the movie i i I gotta say i'm like i was fairly impressed with how entertaining it was despite all of the ridiculousness (laughs) of it and and not ridiculous in a way that i'm like oh man this is like you know like that fire movie we watched with uh, angelina jolie like like i was uh, uh, they seem to kind of well, i don't know uh, embrace they, the ridiculousness they of fed it. the piggy that is me with uh be- me being able to point at the screen and go oh that's the text pistols they're yeah. playing on the barge it's like johnny yeah. rotten did that that i yeah, remember yeah. oh she do an iggy pop that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I love that. And it's a song about a dog. Yeah. What is the more on the noise on the nose choice? Uh Sympathy for the Devil for Corella Deville or uh Corella Deville singing I Wanna Be Your Dog? It's it's I, honestly both at that point were just distracting. I, I, I gotta say, there was the amount of like bangers in this soundtrack. <laughs> yeah playing one by one by one nonstop throughout the movie was just like a budget flex. I, yeah, I, I started off. writing them down because there were so fucking many. There was uh, multiple Rolling Stone songs, uh-huh. including Sympathy for the Devil, and I can't remember the other one. Uh, there was, it's the time of the, of season. the season. There's that one. Yeah, um, yeah. There was, these boots are made for walking. Yeah. Um, there was, fire. Uh, yeah. there was a weird slow cover of Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. Uh, yeah, there was the Hush uh, it's by... a new dog, it's a new day, it's a new dog for me. The the Van Morrison song. And I'm oh, feeling okay. you yeah, know the one. Yeah. And I'm feeling good. Yeah. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. I can't control. I don't actually know if I'm hitting the right <laughs> notes. It hits whatever notes are in C minor. Laramie, are you enjoying uh, Auto-Tune Matt? He's new. I don't know if Laramie is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Laramie, right now we're just seeing like, <laughs> poor robot Laramie. <laughs> robot Laramie. All right. I mean, you know, I'm just glad you're here, bro. Um, but yeah, like the ghost in your auto tune, being like, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. What's up, dude? <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, <laughs> this is the production values on this podcast. Yeah. So this is what you guys was, pay us for. There really was like an insane amount of fucking there was queen uh, stone cold crazy there yeah, was yeah. uh blondie there was should i stay or should i go the clash there was yeah. a weird cover of come together by the beatles for some reason yeah you guys yeah. you guys remember that movie falling when they used yeah. the sympathy for the devil yeah the movie fallen at the very end uh-huh. mm-hmm. oh all right i'm gonna i mean it was valuable input let's say that it was it was good it was it was very good that it was there um i'm just gonna anyway if i could how do i remove (laughs) oh oh you're kicking laramie out no i won't kick laramie out this is canceled yeah (laughs) no 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 you can stay i just you're not you don't have any signals so it's it's coming through kind of bad this cancel culture is out of control is the way i feel about it how about you call us back for the next one (laughs) 
I'll call you back, Matt. Okay, I love you, call dude. You we love you. Love you I more. Lo- I, okay. <laughs> oh, man. I feel bad, but I'm just like, yeah. this, this is, uh, you know, I, I listen, I love Laramie. And I want him to. I want him to call in whenever we're doing a pod. But you know, he's got to have signal. That's all. Sure, sure. Um, I mean, it's a meritocracy after all. It absolutely is. But um, yeah, so like it sets up this sort of interesting conflict, and then it ladles in like a whole bunch of shit, which is just all the punk stuff. Which, yeah, and, interesting and while having nothing to do with anything at the same time. It's fun to watch her do a bunch of fashion pranks. Like uh-huh. I, I like I was kind of into it because it's very the it's it's I called it the Deville wears Prada, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm sure no one else has done that. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, and uh, yeah, I feel like it was a fun kind of take on that kind of movie. You know, like yeah, I want to watch, I want to watch kind of an underdog Vivian Westwood like fucking uh cartoonish biopic right where, where you make her into a murderer a dog murder like I'm okay, try- I'm okay with that they're trying to do that while simultaneously giving us a movie that's so cartoony that well, i guess because it's like part of uh dalmatian's canon that uh the black and white thing is her real hair uh like the the idea yeah. is that uh <laughs> cruella Deville is born with black and white hair for some reason. Yeah, parted uh, down the middle perfectly. Even and... though you couldn't just say that she's a heiress fashion designer and that was uh, you know, one of her affectations because her entire fucking character is an affectation. I love it when these companies do these origin stories, but then they treat some shit that someone wrote in the fucking 50s uh, yeah. like it's the Bible and you can't right. change yeah, it. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. It, it has to be canon. It's just like... That it's it's this weird like we're rethinking know. a character that you named cruel devil as the protagonist but you couldn't change the part where that's her real hair right sure. yeah and and i thought they were going to use the hair thing a little bit more kind of to be i don't know like a non-verbal signal of like heritage like we were going to meet her father and you were going to know it was her father because he had the same hair issue or something mm-hmm. but they didn't get into that at all it just turned out the baroness as is her mother and has regular hair and you're just like okay but what is her I don't, I don't care that her hair is like that but like the reason for her hair being like that in the original i i thought was fine which was she's obsessed with dalmatians that's why she <laughs> yeah she, she likes dyes Dalma- her hair black and white that makes yeah, sense she's she's really into she likes dalmatians and she likes tuxedo cats she's like the like, fucking white stripes yeah she's a she's she's other kin you know she's a fucking furry like she <laughs> dresses up like yeah. a tuxedo cat and gets fucked by a dalmatian and that's just <laughs> what she's into it's her kink and i'm okay with that but right. instead they made it she was like born that way you know in a fucking basket like the fucking penguin going down the drain <laughs> Yeah. penguins that's another black and white creature yeah like, got a know, lot of them orcas orcas i mean they exist and 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 i'd mm-hmm. be okay if she, yeah she can dye her hair like that but they made it part of it i don't know it was very it was, it was a very very weird choice uh among many trying to be, i think it was trying to be like um you know fucking estella is the suit that she wears, you know, the Clark mm-hmm, Kent mm-hmm. and and Cruella is the Superman, you know. So she's actually evil. 
she actually is evil. She's naturally evil or whatnot. But the problem is, is like they really don't make her evil. She's not right. evil in this well, movie. Well, they can't decide whether they want her to be evil or not. That's the and, inherent and, and, difficulty. And instead, they're just like, no, she's just a bad bitch, you know? Yeah. And, I'm and just it's like, like, are we rooting for the bad bitch? Like, it's very confusing because, like, the main bad bitch killed her mom and we're led to believe uh, yeah. that bad bitches are not a good thing. But right, right. Sometimes and, and, you have to be one. Right. And so you just, and, and it's fine. I'm okay with watching, you know, a bad bitch. You have to be, be a, a bad, bad bitch for the right reasons. Right. And, and I'm okay with being a bad bitch for the right reasons, like killing, you know, the person who dog killed her mom. But like, I, I, I'm also, um, I'm also left going like, yeah, but she also then be, be goes on to like kill the dogs. And I <laughs> yeah. want to see her. Like, she can't be a person with a gay best friend, uh, a very uh, integrated friend group in general, um, and someone who is, like, they make her this, like, tolerant liberal person. And I'm okay if, like, the liberal is evil. um, Well, that's that's what I'm saying. This is the PMC dilemma. Yeah. The movie. I'm okay with that. I just, I, but I want to see... I want to see the evil. I don't want to make it all like mostly good. I don't know. It's but like, that's the thing with PMC. The they don't. They, don't they, they can't recognize they're, that they're being evil. Like they're just. Yeah. Oh, but I was, I was. I'm good. I got the A on the test, and now she, I get the job. And she should have. I think it should have ended with her murdering, uh, you know, the the Baroness. It should have ended with yeah. Emma Thompson getting smoked instead well they do they set up that interesting dilemma of you know does cruella become a bad bitch what is a bad bitch how bad does this bitch have to be yeah. et how bad a bitch gotta be <laughs> etc and then like the way they resolve it is that uh she turns out to be like a secret heiress all along like the way the way they solve the uh the fucking scholarship kids dilemma is to make her having been aristocratic all along which is yeah hilarious because yeah I there's mean, no you know, she doesn't have to make any decisions like she was talented but she was talented not through like sweat or toil or making smart decisions no, or genetics. god-given talent it was just yeah she had royal bloodlines yeah she had a royal bloodline and thank god for that because it, it kind <laughs> yeah. of uh, alleviates any responsibility that disney has for this character that anyone has for this character uh, it's like you know i don't know it, it it just it was a it was a cop out in the way I knew it would be a cop out. Yeah, and but for a while it convinced you that it might not be. It did. It did for a bit. Um, but I I was pretty sure all along they were gonna cop out, and at the end of it I can't say I was particularly mad at it. Because no, I because knew. it shouldn't exist. It's like an abomination. It should, it's an before abomination. God to begin exactly. with. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It is. It's uh. It's a cursed concept. Yeah. And I mean, it's with- the product of a like doomed culture to some degree. Yes. Like this is just like some of like the worst corporate impulses have created this thing uh, and, yeah. and the worst uh, taste has made it viable. It's just, it's bad yeah. on most levels. Uh, but thoroughly entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and a totally watchable film and, and a film that like you're not going to it's not it's not really a slog it has its moments but it's like it's it's entertaining uh the the script is like fucking flows pretty neatly mm-hmm. everyone's motivation kind of makes sense the only things that don't make sense are why it, it had to be yeah and or what why... cruella 
wants or who she should become. And- yeah, and how she really gets from point A to point B of being the dog murderer. Um, you Does she also just- feel like it was very confused time-wise? Because it like starts in the 50s. And then mm-hmm. she goes into like a fashion party that seems like it's uh, from the Marie Antoinette era. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then like, people look- are like, when they're breaking into shit, it felt like it's modern. They're like computer hacking and like using fucking uh, hacking into surveillance cameras. And I swear, and shit. someone at one point was driving like a like a 1986 Range Rover or some <laughs> shit. I was just yeah. like, what? Like I, I swear I saw like a like a, a totally out of date car in there, which I was like, uh, fine, I don't sure, I don't yeah, actually care. Yeah. And like obviously, I mean, she the was born was all Z- over the place, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I would say that like what I the things I did like about it, um, and, and this is like probably the best thing I can say about it, other than it, it being thoroughly entertaining, and you can watch it and not you know be like fuck i can't stand it like you can watch it it's enjoyable yeah you're like what Um, are they gonna do next and it's interesting in that way right um the the best thing i can say about it is that like for as fucking poisoned and sick as our culture has become especially our corporate like filmmaking culture at least it's not a remake And I was sure, like, I and I was, uh, yeah. I'm like, at least I mean, it was, there was an attempt made to do, yeah, they're taking pre-existing IP and like doing whatever with it, but it, it wasn't like a remake. It wasn't like fucking, you know, a shot for shot, 101 Dalmatians, you know, uh, like the Glenn Close, although the right. Glenn Close one was not shot for shot. It was like its own thing, I think. By the, um, I forgot they already did that. I, com- I completely... Yeah, they did, they already did it. Oh yeah. man, that makes sense. Um yeah. by the way, like you're going to make a prequel to 101 Dalmatians and all the dogs are going to be CGI? That was uh, <laughs> that was insane. The fact that they CGI'd pretty much every dog in this uh, there, there was a couple that uh, uh shots of like Buddy, that one dog. Also like, like the the plot of of the origin story for the dog murder keeps hinging on cute dogs uh yeah just i'm telling it was very it was very confused as to like <laughs> listen are are these dogs gonna fucking kill her? like are they gonna like bite her pussy is she gonna <laughs> fucking like what is gonna happen because she seems to really love dogs and <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. and it ends with her like except for dalmatians of, like you're allowed well, no, to... but then she has a bunch of dalmatians at the end she like yeah. gets the dalmatians and she's like giving dalmatians away and stuff and i'm just like uh, wait a second like <laughs> <laughs> she seems to like dogs. This has not ended with what I would really hope for, but never expect. Was her origin story of her being like this person who's like, you know, she's she she triumphed over a lot of issues, and yeah, she kills lots of dogs, and she's kind of a dog murderer. But you know, she's also a aren't person. we all deep down? Aren't we all deep down? You know, like I, but no. Instead, they're aren't like, yeah, all, she loves dogs. Aren't we all deep down image obsessed dog murderers? Yes, and and honestly, that, that was one of the things I loved about Joker. One right, of the things yeah. yeah. I liked about Joker is like, at the end you of the day... You too could be like a fucking 8chan incel. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, like, all of these things are funny, and we're tired of pretending they're not. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, like, like I, I, appreciated, I, I appreciated that on a really, like disgusting primordial fucking like just uh 
yeah incel level i guess but also just like on the, on a level of like uh i'm you know i i, I sing an autotune about you know come going inside of other come mm-hmm. like uh i appreciate it i i appreciate that self-awareness i guess uh whereas like this i was like i wanted it to be aren't we all in some way a little bit of a dog murder you know? yeah we're all dog i mean murders. if you're gonna do an origin story about cruella de vil you'd think that that would be part of the goal You'd think, but uh, it ends no. in a place that was just utterly confusing. I'm not sure where, I'm not sure where Cruella Deville stands now as part of the Dalmatians. Feels like they canon. need a, they need another movie that explains her again. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah. no. I, <laughs> you got one chance at this, uh-huh. and you did. You didn't do it. You didn't fucking. The one thing I wanted was like, how are you going to make this person who kills dogs? Um, someone that I like and instead they were just like no you're just gonna like her and be confused at the end and wonder why she uh, goes on later to be someone who wants to skin dogs I also wondered if they were going to sort of complete the sex pistols analogy because like the idea of the sex you were pistols hoping that she would uh, be murdered by Sid Vicious yeah exactly well I mean the sex pistols sort of or at least Sid Vicious basically was like the first person to die of like irony poisoning yeah. because, you know, like their whole thing was like, oh, we're fucking and we're, we're disgusting punks and we do whatever and we'll do yeah. anything. And like to be at the beginning, that was like Cruella DeVille's stunts. Like she's just doing publicity stunts. But mm. then at a certain point they forgot and they sort of got locked into like that persona Character. where they where they always have to be like outrageous and gross and uh, right. say fuck you to everything to the point that he actually died. Um, well, he, did, he murders uh, uh, Nancy. I mean, possibly s- sort of it was they, they I don't know. The way I read it was they think that she got robbed and he was uh, she got robbed by some people she was doing drugs with. And Sid Vicious was just pass the fuck out on heroin the whole time which i could see that no i mean seems more likely to me but uh who knows and then the irony poisoning continued uh with uh fucking johnny rotten wearing a make america great again onesie (laughs) you know yeah uh yeah no i would like to see the full transition from like uh you know when like punk heroes you know like fucking morrissey turn into fucking you know uh Turn into mega chuds and like. Well, I, guess- I also, I mean, I, I don't know. I wonder, like in the seventies, the punks were wearing like swastikas, uh, and people had a sophisticated enough grasp of like sarcasm to like understand that it was just meant to be like offensive for show. It was meant to be shocking, you yeah. know, and and whatnot. Um, but then. But that quickly got irony poisoned real fast in the yeah. punk scene, right? Where people would be like, "Oh, Nazis!" Like, it no, really we're skinheads. Like, we love punk, right? Exactly. So it became yeah. a microcosm of the fucking online fucking right wing, you know, eight chan poster, where right. people were like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" I was just doing all this Nazi shit as like a bit in in 2013 because I thought it was the funniest fucking thing to post online a fucking swastika. And now everyone's doing it legitimately in 2015, and I have to be like, uh, you know, it's like mm-hmm. that. That was the same thing that happened in the punk scene. Um, yeah, and and I think Which, that there's a lesson there. Well, that's what I was wondering if that's what they were going to do with Cruella, where like her whole thing was uh, being an even bigger bitch than the Baroness and showing up and you know 
being a pain in the ass. And I, I was wondering if that was going to be the lesson there that she got iron irony poisoned and went it's too far to the point that she started trying to kill dogs. That's a good movie. I like that movie. You should do that movie. <laughs> yeah. You should write grip. Yeah. You should write that because that, that I think that's that would have been good. I would have liked to see uh, like to see a sort of, you know, um, yeah, like an irony poison Cruella. Because instead, she kind of gets like she doubles down on her like thing, and she starts being mean to people. But she has this emotional arc where like Horace and Jasper are like, "We're we're done with you," and then she's like, "I'm sorry, I've I've gone through a lot, you know, yeah. I've changed." And I'm like, "No, you can't." You you're can't Cruella Deville. You're Cruella Deville. You're bad. <laughs> you can't just be like, but I need uh, like, like if anything, she just needed to continue double doubling down, and then Jasper and Horace needed to be stuck with her because she's a fucking sociopath. She's a goddamn psycho, and they're like, if we don't keep doing grifts with her, she's gonna kill us. Mm-hmm, and wear mm-hmm. our skin, and uh, you know. But instead, no, they made her it like have out, this emotional arc. No, it turns out that the the dead dogs were the friends she made along the way exactly dude mm-hmm. and there's there's some beauty in that sure i want to see um the same thing um but like it's just a movie called the beast uh-huh it's about beauty and the beast oh yeah 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 and we get to see whose like, name was, was whose name was his name was vincent so what was it yeah well so i want to see what the beast was up to like in the time before meeting Belle, because I imagine it was a lot of eating people. Uh-huh, yeah. I imagine it was the occasional like sexual assault of a bear. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. he would just go into the woods and find a like a female bear, and not maybe not even I don't know, because like he's a beast, like he can yeah. eat a bear. He's got to show dominance. He's... That's the ultimate way. Yeah, um, you know, or like fuck a wolf or something. I mean, I, I say sexual assault, um, but I don't know if there's. I don't think there's. I don't know if there's consent in the animal kingdom. Whoa. So Wow. I don't know. I mean, I know that there is with birds. We, we just got problematic. No, I'm just saying. Like, does a Unless does a it's pe- Mr. Ed and you can put peanut butter in his mouth and, you know, make him say yes. <laughs> yeah, I that's consent what, to this. I'm just thinking to myself, like, if it's like, you know, uh, two bears, like, does the female bear like obviously the female bear maybe it's they get horny and then they smell like the male bear smells the pussy yeah it's pheromones yeah consent with your pheromones yeah i don't know oh i mean you know i'm just saying the beast was i think at some point a beast and then bell shows up and then fucking he eventually like learns how to eat soup or whatever (laughs) yeah but like wear an ascot yeah, we're an ascot and had a fucking ballroom dance. But I want to see her fucking, you know, I want to see him just being a beast, you know? Sure. Just going ham on some dog pussy. Yeah. I mean, that feels like a pod, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, that if, if that isn't a pod, then uh, I don't know what is a pod. Tell me what a pod is if this isn't a pod. I want to eat some butt and lick some nuts and I want Vince to get fucked in the butt. Oh yeah, dog. I want to fuck butts. I want to eat ass. I want to... 
You gotta do right. the you gotta do the plugs at the end. Yeah, uh, solid and, uh, B plus. Uh, great movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, everyone, thanks so much for listening. Broadcast at gmail.com for all your questions, comments, concerns. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? Four one five two seven five zero zero three zero. All right, everybody. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, good night and good chins. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.